You're listening to Vincenzo Landino on the Brand Boost Podcast, powered by Zoom. I'm so excited today. We have Miss Melanie Ash, personal trainer and owner of Melanie Ash Fitness from my hometown of Columbus, which makes us even more <laughs> fun. Melanie is empowering women to feel strong, live confidently, love their bodies, and believe in themselves. All at Melanie Ash Fitness. Dot com. Melanie, welcome to the Social Authority Podcast. Thank you. I'm so, so excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you. I, I feel like we've been old friends for a long time, even though it's really only been the beginning of this year or something, which is so crazy. Yeah. Okay, let's, let's start the conversation with, you know, what is Melanie Ash Fitness? Talk about what you do in your business, especially, um, you know, when we started getting connected earlier this year, what were you up to at that point? What did your business look like earlier in 2015? Okay. So Melanie Ash Fitness is so much more than just working out and personal training. Um, I truly help women kind of find confidence and success in all areas of life through fitness, through nutrition, through balance. And really just, you know, my philosophy is that working out, feeling strong, uh, builds confidence, makes you feel good and makes you live better and kind of be the best person that you can be. So it's way much more than working out. Yeah. Um, and at the beginning of this year, you know, we kind of were, my business has been, let's see, we started in 2013. I started full time. So I had been in my business full time about a year at the beginning of 2015. And we were very focused on the in-person aspects. We were really trying to reach more people, trying to kind of just figure out how to bring on more clients and how to expand and not really knowing where to put our emphasis. We were kind of a little all over the place at that time. Yeah. I mean, you got in touch with me and it was kind of funny because I think we had a call and of course you, like everyone else, you know, said, Hey, I'd really love to talk to you about social media marketing and just kind of get a better idea of what we should be doing there. And I think we spent the entire 90 minutes, like me spouting out, spouting off ideas about like where I think your business should go rather than like, okay, yeah, social is going to help and everything, but like, here's a bunch of other ideas. And you were like, what just happened? Well, I have to tell you that was the conversation that you and I had was transformative because at the time, like I said, we were very focused on thinking that the in-person aspect of the business was, was our main moneymaker and how can we grow that? Mm -hmm. And I reached out to you just, you know, what can I do with social media and not getting anywhere with my reach on Facebook and all those kinds of things. And we started talking about, um, social media marketing mm -hmm. and list building mm -hmm. and passive income and things that I hadn't really, I, in the back of my mind, I kind of knew and I had considered, but I, it always seems like coming, a pipe dream, right? You're like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah totally. totally. At some totally. point when we have lots of money right. and like, can right. figure out how to even pay to know those things. Yeah. Right. And I run my business with my husband and I, I remember kind of going home and sitting him down and literally saying, we have to change the entire course <laughs> of where, of our business. We have to change. So I the talked to this focus. girl, Amy, and she told me all these things. <laughs> I can imagine how this conversation went. Yeah. And he, and he was, he was very skeptical of oh, yeah. that concept of, it seems like, you know, people who are trying to sell you this pipe dream of like, Oh, you can make money while you're sleeping. And I said, no, what you don't understand. And this had been my, in the back of my mind for a long time is that I was building a business that relied upon my billable hours mm -hmm 
mm-hmm. and that I was only going to be able to make money if I was physically working in person with a client and I was going to be working 14 hour days. And if I can't take a sick day and I can't take a vacation, I said, Oh my God, this social media sales funnel is the way to build my business so that I can work with the clients that I want to work with and not have to work 14 hour days and have the kind of business that I want to have because that income is what's going to basically help support our business because it's not relying on me having to actually work a block of time. Yeah. It was funny my eyes were just like wide open thinking about, I think you, um, I always say it's sort of like the salon lofts, um, model, right? Like you have a, you rent a space that's sort of part of a bigger space and your space, um, can only fill for clientele. Mm-hmm. So right. when you're doing this class, it's really cool for people that are like, Oh yeah, let's just do a class with me and my girlfriends. Or we're doing this, like, you know, we're going to do this once a week, or we're going to do this just for fun or, or, you know, four random mm-hmm. people come together during that time slot. And come. But you are maxing out on the per class per head basis for four people an hour. So that could be what, 15 bucks at the most, or maybe 20, depending on if they bought a package with you or not per hour. And, Mm -hmm. and, and if that doesn't make you think, what else can we do? I don't know what does, because you're not talking about a big studio here, much less, you know, owning a big studio in the first place with all that overhead, but having a big studio and you can at least have 20 people in the room, you, you didn't have that. So immediately I think no matter what, it was sort of like, okay, well, what can we talk about with just diversifying the revenue streams, but also, mm-hmm. um, how, what are you doing marketing wise? that's going to help any of it, much less right. coming up with new stuff. Right. Yeah. That interestingly enough was transformative as far as the four person groups. Mm-hmm. Um, we were losing huge money on that because oh. we were charging the rate that you would charge for a class that you could have 20 people, mm. but it was only, it was a four person limit, which is what our gym, you know, puts on the gym where I rent puts that limit on us. And actually since the beginning, since we had that conversation, we have revamped our model and I've transitioned all of those into actual small group trainings, mm. which are committed by month. And we're making at least twice, if not three times as much per those hours now than we were back in April. So that was huge alone, even just on those, you know, hour time slots. That is so incredible. I, it just makes me so happy that that like that just just that alone just to just to be able to kind of get get motivated around the idea of how can we make this model better. It doesn't have to go away. It doesn't have to be you right. know you're totally because my model of consulting one on one consulting. I was so overwhelmed by the fact that I was trading the hours for not very little or not very much in return in terms of stimulation of the relationship with the client and having an end product we were really proud of. I crapped mm-hmm. it all together. You didn't have to do that. You just had to figure out like, how can we still make this the best experience for the customer, but make the most of my time because you are, your value continues to increase. So just because you can't figure out the math on this, um, doesn't mean that your, your value is any less. So I'm, it's very, very cool. I think probably one of the biggest things, uh, that I've seen you transform in, in terms of marketing was really list building. And that was the motivation behind this chat today. So Mm -hmm. can you talk about what you were doing, I guess, at that point in the game, what did your email list look like early or earlier this year? Yeah. Um, we had started the email list very early on with the business, but kind of not really even understanding what that was supposed to look like. I think when you and I spoke, I had maybe 130 Mm. people on my list Mm -hmm. and 
when we bring on clients, we automatically, you know, we ask them, but then we subscribe them to the list. So a lot of those were just clients that I had worked with and I had no real plan. Like I was sending out news. I was trying to send out a newsletter a month, but it was very unplanned and it would be very last minute. Like, Oh gosh, it's the first of the month. I should probably send out some kind of newsletter. And I was just like slapping things together and there was no consistency and no focus. So after having the conversation with you and realizing the importance to build that social media sales funnel, that the list was paramount. Mm. We kind of pushed everything else that we were focusing on aside and said, okay, for this year, 2015, we are going to focus entirely on list building. And I laid out a content plan and actually your, um, addictive video for business was hugely helpful for that because I, I did that program and then sat down and wrote all of these topics. So I literally had weeks, a year's worth of topics. And the other thing was getting very focused with my audience, you know, Mm. prior to that is just really understanding who am I appealing to? You know, your message was always that it's like, you know, stop trying to be everything to everyone who know who your rabid fans are and what they want. Mm -hmm. So narrowing that down, coming up with the content. And then I just kept myself accountable. I made a, a content calendar. I'm going to put out two emails a week. This is what they're going to look like. One's going to be a post and one's going to be a video. And I just focused on first and foremost, putting out consistent content with value, Mm. getting that done. And we did that through the summer. And, you know, once it was in a place where I felt like, okay, you know, we're during that time, we were also building our lead magnet, but I wanted to really get consistent about content. Mm -hmm. And then what we did in the fall, we put together a lead magnet and we started doing, basically our goal was to get the list. First, it was to 500. Mm -hmm. Um, That was our first goal. And like I said, we had like, when did you set that goal? We were hoping to hit, we started doing Facebook ads in, I want to say September. Okay. And so we were, we kind of said we'd like to hit 500. I think we may have said end of the year, but we were planning on running the ads until we got to 500. Mm-hmm. Um, so we designed what I felt was a pretty good quality lead magnet, very um, targeted towards our, our demo and, and our audience. And we did the Facebook ads and I have to say they were huge for us. Um, that along with just being consistent with myself in the Instagram, pushing it on Instagram at least once a day, you know, making sure that I was getting it out there. Um, and then we hit 500 Mm -hmm. and pretty quickly, (laughs) it was actually within a month, I think we hit 500 and we said, we put them back up this month and we hit a thousand last week. And we're already past that. I think we're at 1,030 now. So that was well before the end of the year. So that's, I mean, we literally added, gosh, what, 800 and some people to our list since April. That's, I mean, and that's incredible because just think about all of the mindset shifts that happen, much less the actual actions that are being taken. Um, You really had this great combination of both, which is critical. Um, We see Mm -hmm. a lot of people have the mindset shift, uh, but it's not shifted enough to make them do anything. And clearly you got very clear on who that person is, you know, Mm -hmm. your, your tagline, I guess, sort of how I read it in your bio, it sounds really awesome and it could appeal to a lot of people, but you still have to go that extra mile to say like really specifically, who have we made the difference for? Who can we continue to make the difference for? Where are the common denominators there and say, Mm -hmm. okay, that's our person because then you have to get that targeted when you're on Facebook ads, if you want to get the most out of your, out of your dollar. So how, 
did you end up sort of summarizing that person? Who, what does that person look like that you, that, that, that your program totally appeals to? Okay. So what we had to do is stop trying to appeal to anybody and everybody about getting healthy. Right. Like, yes, you know, I think everybody should work out and I right. think everybody should eat. Everyone knows but, they're supposed to be healthy. Like right. why this for me? Right. But when you're talking about really trying to get somebody to be willing to give you their email address and to, to find value in your mm-hmm. content, for what I'm putting out, you already have to be interested. You already have to be active. You already have to be working out. You're already going to the gym. You're already trying to eat healthy. You know, I realized that my target market is really myself 10 years ago. Yeah. So somebody who was, you know, active, cared about being fit, working out, but not, they're not getting where they want to be. Something, whatever that something is, is holding them back from either being consistent or, you know, reaching their aesthetic Mm -hmm. goals or feeling good. And they're just trying to figure it out. I kept hearing the same word when I would talk to women who are clients or women who reach out to me. And I kept hearing this word frustrated. Mm -hmm. They're frustrated. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, realizing what they want and what is helpful to them. And so it's not about saying, Hey, you know, you need to get to the gym. It's like, you're already going to the gym. Here's why it's not working for you. Right. You know, and, and being willing to really just say, Nope, this is who I'm, who I'm targeting and who I'm focused on. And then I was able to be very consistent with content that has value to that person. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so huge. And I think even frustrated might, might maybe be a little general too, because how many yeah. people are like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got to start working out. No big deal. Start going to the gym. That's what new year's resolutions are all about, right? You're going to go to the gym right. every day. You're going to invest in that membership and you don't always see the difference because there's a lot of things that you sort of have to weigh out here in terms of being healthy. Uh, but really knowing that it's those people that were, that are frustrated, that have have been going and maybe have even made lifestyle changes as well and are still not seeing very much. It's sort of that same, Oh, like, Oh, won't that last five pounds go? Like when will it just, there's those steps that you didn't take. You're not maybe challenging yourself as much as your body is prepared to be. Uh, And it sounds like that's sort of where you found your sweet spot. I love that. Exactly. So is your email list doing some pretty similar stuff at this point? Regular, like the two emails, uh, I think you said per month. Is that still what it looks like? Per week, actually. Yeah. And I... I've been keeping that up. I haven't missed a single week since, uh, gosh, I think it started in May. So I do. I send out the two a week. And then I've got a couple other lists even that we started um, mm-hmm. that are separate from my main list. I did do a 30-day abs challenge. Uh, yeah, which great. Segmenting is always yeah, a lot of fun. <laughs> really successful for us. That has over 200. And then I did a separate one. I, I do fitness competitions. And so when I started my prep for my competition, I created a separate list for that, for people who are interested in following, you know, the training and the diet that goes along with competition prep. Um, and I sent out every week, I would send out, here's what I did for training this week. Here's how I'm feeling. You know, people Mm -hmm. like to kind of follow that journey. So we've also segmented it out a little bit to figure, okay, now those people are people who are more interested in competing and that kind of thing. 
Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Um, I I'm curious now, you know, now that you, you've got a list of a, a thousand or so, um, and it's growing every day. I mean, you still have your magnets out there. And for those people that are sort of just jumping on this email marketing conversation, Melanie and I can throw around the term lead magnet really easily now, because we've had this conversation so many times in social authority membership and just sort of in talks. And, um, just a reminder that that is that really great incentive that is probably worth money that could be worth a, a really great amount of value to somebody that is your perfect customer and offering it to them in exchange for their email address. That's essentially what we're talking about for a lead magnet. And that has really been the catalyst that makes Facebook ads work. I think everybody even hears about Facebook ads and they see like, oh yeah, we just have to create a great ad, right? It has to be a graphic or it has to be this. And as long as it's good, it'll, it'll perform well. And it's like, no, it's still got to make somebody take a kind of action. And the action that makes the most sense is to retain somebody in a space where you can continue the relationship because there still needs to be mm-hmm. some sort of getting to know you process, right? You can't just go in for the kill. They're not going to marry you when you run into them at the store. You got to go on the date. You've got to get to know them. You have to get to know each other. And and that's oftentimes what the courting looks like, not just for people, but for the sales conversation. So you have people in this space now and um, you're definitely thinking about a lot more in terms of what your business has to offer. So what are the potential um, new revenue opportunities for you and your business that maybe you've started scratching the surface on, but we're kind of waiting to build the list up a little bit um, that, that are going to help uh, Melanie Fitness, Mel- uh, Melanie Ash Fitness grow bigger than just locally, bigger than just people in yeah. Columbus that can come to the studio? Yeah, absolutely. Um, our goal was to hit a thousand and then to attempt to monetize basically, because like I said, um, you know, right now I have services that I can offer and I am pitching those services to the list right now. And I actually was able to, with the small group training that we started, I was able to go into our list, find by location and send out an email just to people here locally in Columbus and brought on two new clients just through that. So that was amazing. But again, that keeps... Yeah, that keeps going back to the idea that I'm again only having services that I can offer that require me to be present basically in my hours and my time. So the next step from that is to start selling products. And we're planning to do our first product launch next month, um, which will be an ebook. It will be a uh, training and nutrition program, a 12 week program. Um, that will also have, I've got some bonus content in that, but it's basically, you know, targeted towards our market and saying, okay, if you're not getting results, what you need is you need to be consistent. You need to train for fat loss. You need to eat for fat loss. And here's basically a 12 week program for you to follow. It's at a, you know, a price point where a lot of people probably can't necessarily afford to work in person with someone or they're not here local, but they can afford, you know, this is at a little bit lower price point. It's something that they can afford. So we're in, I'm in the process right now of creating the, basically the emails. I mean, I basically have laid out the calendar and how the sales emails are going to go out in the pre-sale and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that will launch next month and then run through the first of the year, because obviously as we've discussed, that is a huge time for fitness. Yeah. Is What's crazy to me is to think about all the results that you just got from your lead magnet, your your Facebook ads, and to go from a list of 130 people to 1,000, which is fantastic. It's a great growth. That happened 
during the rest of a normal year. You're talking about the time of year when people are thinking, I'm eating too much. I'm not moving enough. What can I do to make a change in 2016? So how is that helping you to determine what you can do? Not just with this product, but like in your content as well to continue to keep that list nurtured for this time of year where they're like, okay, it's time to call Melanie now because it's uh, the new year and this is uh-huh. the time. Yeah. It's understanding their pain points. You know, what are people dealing with? Like you said, right now, you know, winter blues is a big one. I have a lot of ladies who are, you know, you just not motivated. This oh time my of gosh. Year. That is like a total <laughs> aha moment for me because it's so funny. When you said those words, I was like, Oh my gosh, it's not just about like being unhappy with yourself at any given moment. There are so many factors in your environment that can be affecting these feelings. And winter blues is totally one of them. That has Mm -hmm. never occurred to me until this very moment. (laughs) Oh, it's so true. So it's that it's, you know, how do you, one of my emails, it's because I already have all my content done for the end of the month. And one of them that's going out is uh, Thanksgiving. You know, how do you go to Thanksgiving and enjoy it, but not go completely overboard? a lot of women struggle with that. It's like you want to enjoy it, but you don't want to stuff your face, but you kind of usually do stuff your face and then you feel bad about it. And so it's like this cycle. So it's just really understanding the things that people are dealing with this time of year. There's so many parties. There's so many social commitments. Everybody's bringing you cookies. Merry Christmas. And you know, how do you... How do you do that and find balance and yet not end up 10 pounds heavier at the beginning of the year? How can you kind of stay ahead of it? So that's really what it's been for me is just being consistent about understanding what what they need and what will be helpful. Is it at least kind of exciting to know that if this conversation has matured at all, because quite frankly, we're talking about the same thing every year. We're talking about the same thing every time we talk about losing weight or being fit. Does it at least seem like the, the better part of the world really does want a lifestyle change and not a quick, oh, yeah. quick oh, yes. fix? Oh, yes. It's it, what I find refreshing is that and this part of this is what I put out is what I attract. But, you know, I, the more women are coming to me now and saying, I want to be healthy. You know, I want to yeah. feel good. And people are starting to kind of understand like, OK, so detoxes, they don't really work. Right. You know, I think mm-hmm. we're just overall, the conversation is starting to move towards one of health and how you kind of have balance because look in the reality, you know, you have a life and you have other priorities unless you're me and this is your life. You know, it's, you're going to have to find a way to make that kind of all fit in a reasonable way. So I do think, you know, yeah, we're kind of every new year, you're going to get the people who start and completely fall off, but you know, you're also going to get people who at least make some, I try to tell people make some small change. And if you can carry something through, then at least you're making progress. Right. And I think that the, the major point there is that if you did, if you did make one change, you just further scratch the surface on the actual lifestyle change that is right for you individually. I think, um, I, I, I did one detox. It was in the middle of this year, actually, before I was going to the Philippines to speak, because when you're going to be on an Island with a bunch of people, you know, That's scary stuff. And it makes you want to fix something real quick. But that was that was a quick fix. But then it was like other things happened that I discovered in that process. And then further investigation that helped me keep the weight off. And I still have. I lost 15 pounds from that detox. It's very troubling what self-employment and working from home can do to your body when you do not work in the fitness industry. So it's... 
so, so important. I think that people understand that that it's like it's not just patronizing when someone says when you make that small change at least you made that small change no make the small change be appreciative of it and realize that it's probably pointing to something bigger that actually works for you Mm -hmm. oh you know the fact is humans are hardwired against habit change Mm -hmm. it's literally goes against everything that we know is to change you know when you're talking about something that you do every single day it is really very, very difficult. And I think people get, people get very overwhelmed because they think they have to do everything or they have to change everything. And then they get discouraged because they can't stick to it. Mm -hmm. And rather than feeling like a failure and trying to do too much, little bits at a time is always better than doing nothing. Mm -hmm. And so it's going to take, I think you have to just be realistic about if you really want to change, it's going to take a long time, but it's going to be much more likely that it will last if you take those little bits at a time and kind of give yourself, give yourself uh, some grace. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so I, I'm just I'm just so excited because I feel like it's just a sure sign of the times, and it's got to feel good as somebody in this industry that it's like you're trying to make a really big and important change for somebody, not something super quick. And and um, yeah. like you know, you probably would looked at me like, girl, like you're gonna be fine, like whatever, <laughs> like you do not need to do this. Um, I yeah. do want to ask one question that did show up in the blab chat from Mike Baltus, which I I liked, and I'm gonna correct it just a little bit, but it says, um, and I'll actually I think I can put it up on the screen here for us. Um, Melanie, you help coach others to better health. How has having a business coach helped you as a small business owner? And to be clear, we've definitely consulted a little bit. But the majority, I think, of the help uh, that Melanie has seen from me directly is group coaching and social authority membership. But yes, I mean, to that to that point, that's what it's looked like with me. Um, and I don't know what, what other things you might be doing. But how has that helped you um, at this point in your business? Oh, it's huge. I mean, even just having somebody kind of explain (laughs) the social media sales funnel, I just remember you telling me kind of, okay, no, that's how this works. And I was like, oh, really? (laughs) You know, just gathering an understanding and appreciation for, you know, I knew about building a tribe and, you know, building an audience, but doing all of that first before you then are trying to ask them to buy something from you, building Mm. the relationship and the trust and kind of understanding the steps that need to go into that and taking that little, you know, like even for example, little bits at the time I had to stop trying to do everything all at once and go, okay, for now I'm going to focus on building my email list. We'll get to the product later. You know, we'll get to monetization later, do this little bit at a time. That was huge. Um, One of the biggest things that I got, in the very beginning from social media authority group was the autoresponder sequence. Um, I remember us talking about that very early on and it was Denny shout out to Denny Denny. shared his autoresponder sequence. And I was like, Oh, cause we, you know, we were building the list, but I, I had never seen anything like that. Um, and was able it's to funny because kind of you, you forget about that part because all you can think about is grow the list and just keep emailing them, keep emailing them, right. keep emailing them. So all you think about is the broadcast side of things, the mm-hmm. autoresponders, which are essentially a, an automated follow-up series. If you're not aware of this, they can be the same for every single new person that comes on board, whether it was a year ago or now, as long as the information is evergreen and relevant. And oftentimes it is going to be evergreen and relevant because it's just coaching some 
somebody on how they can better get to know you. So one example, yes. um, and I think Denny provided this one in his outline. Um, and I'm, I love that you said that because that's actually in the library as well for anyone that wants to see it. Cause this was a long time ago and he just popped it in the Facebook group. I was like, we are saving this. This is going in the library <laughs> at socialauthoritymembership.com because you know, the second one in my own sequence is actually just a resource guide. And the resource guide is how to use my website. Because if you're just discovering me because of a piece of content and you join the list because of another piece of content, you know, you really barely scratch the surface on what I do. Here's a link to the videos. Here's a link to the podcast. Here's a link to a Twitter track specifically if you're trying to grow that out. So it's, it's funny how an autoresponder campaign sounds, first of all, so crazy and random. And it's like, wait, what am I supposed to do? And then secondly, it's so incredibly helpful. I mean, I don't know, especially since you've seen such significant growth in numbers, if you've also noticed a significant number of engagement replies from people that are like, oh, thanks for sending this to me. A lot of times your email subscribers think that you're sending them emails in real time that are like, hey, just thought this would be helpful for you when it was scheduled according to when they joined. Yes. I actually got, have, have gotten a lot of that um, where people are like, oh, wow, this is really helpful. And that, first of all, feels good because yeah. even with my regular content emails, if I send something out and I get someone took the time, A, to read it, B, to respond and say, wow, this really spoke to me or this is really great. You're like, oh, my gosh, you know, that's it makes you feel good that you are it's giving like there somebody are real value. people on my list yeah. and I'm helping them. <laughs> yeah. And the other thing about the autoresponder, and I actually copied that from you, too, I think the second one or one of the emails in my series is the same thing. It's here's a resource guide. Here's my website. Here's where you can find things is that you can take nothing for granted. Even if someone is following you on social media, even if someone is on your email list, it doesn't mean that they have any idea about what you offer and even what you really do. I got an email last week from someone who is on my list. So gets my emails every week and was getting those autoresponders who asked a question for help on some nutrition. And then I, you know, and I sent her reply and she replied back to me and said, do you work with clients? And if so, you know, what do you charge and what do you do? Which all of that information is on my website and you right. would think is very and obvious. And you're just assuming you that they went and did their research. <laughs> right. You're just assuming that because you put that there, people are looking at it. Well, they're not, you know, and she here's someone who's been following me and still doesn't even, re, you know, know what I do yeah. and you know, not to, not to hold anything against her, but it's like, you just, you cannot assume people mm-hmm. have busy lives and you're just one little piece of that. And you cannot assume that anybody is going to know what's going on with you unless you're constantly, constantly, constantly telling them, here's how Absolutely. I can help you. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think that that is a good way to leave it today <laughs> because that really is what this is all about. The list is an intimate place to have that relationship grow, but you still have to nurture it. And there's so many ways that you can do that. I'm just so glad that you were able to join today, Melanie, to talk about your experience and growing your list. I commend you on all the amazing success you've had so far. I'm so excited to see where this continues to go. Can you just let everybody where they can find out more? more about not only how awesome your lead magnet is and how they can get on your list, but just details about what you do and your, where you are online. Yeah, absolutely. So the best place to find me is melanieashfitness.com. Um, my lead magnet is a 10 step jumpstart plan for fat loss. And basically this is the plan I have laid out what I do when a client comes to me and says they want to lose body fat, basically. Cause I don't like to use the term weight because it's really not about the scale 
weight. It's about body fat loss. It is. It's so about it's the, the fat. It's not about the number. <laughs> it is. It's not about the number. We get way too tight into that. Mm-hmm. So this is basically if someone comes to me for training and nutrition, the process that I sit down and work through to figure out how many calories they need to eat, how to split out their macros, which is their carbs, fats, and proteins, what kind of foods you should choose, how to eat the food you like and still lose weight, what kind of workouts are best, um, sleep, stress management, basically just all of the processes that I would sit down and work with a client is in this ebook. So if you go to melanieashfitness.com up in the right hand corner, you'll see free gift. And that's how you can get on my list. If it doesn't pop up for you right away, when you sign into the website, um, my website also has free content, um, exercise videos, healthy recipes, workouts, all kinds of fun stuff there. I am in Columbus, Ohio. I do in-person work with clients there as well. I work with online clients, nutrition and training all across the country. I am mostly on Facebook and Instagram are my two biggest social media. Um, On Facebook, it's Melanie Ash Fitness. And on Instagram, I am at Melanie Fit. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here, Melanie. This has been a VincenzoLandino.com production. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy the Brand Boost podcast, please give us a rating, write a review, or subscribe. Head on over to brandboostcast.com forward slash subscribe.